Welcome to Destinations by Design. Prepare to dive into the biggest events, weddings, and design feats here in Las Vegas and beyond. Here's your host, Zachary Green. On this episode of Destinations by Design, we're talking about the strength of partnerships. What makes for strong, dependable relationships within the live event space? What are some of the considerations that need to be in play prior to deciding if you should partner with another business? We're talking about that and more on Destinations by Design. And today we're joined by the CEO of Destinations by Design, Harvey Stern. We're also joined by Donald Contursi from Lip Smacking Foodie Tours. And we're joined by Marissa Kilkenny, who is a sales consultant with Destinations by Design. Harvey, Donald, Marissa, it's so great to have you guys on with us today. It's good to have everyone here. It's going to be fun. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad the three of you are on the podcast and joining us. Our theme for the season is partnerships. And I want to start by getting a better sense of who you two are, because you've not been on the podcast before. Everyone knows who Harvey is. <laughs> um, and I think it will paint a better picture for our audience. So Marissa, I want to start with you and first your role here at Destinations by Design. Excellent. Thank you again for having me here. I have been joining as a sales consultant since June to kind of help come in and strengthen the already amazing social sales side here, but kind of bridge that continued relationships with the partners and the planners in town. I was in hotels and hospitality on the strip for 10 years. So it just kind of took all of those things that I had already had and combined them to bring them to the team here to just bring together the sales process as a whole. And how did you end up at DBD? What's kind of that story of how you got here? I've known Mr. Stern for many of those years and we worked together previously. And in talking to him in the transition of, of kind of leaving the hotel world and breaking off and doing my own consulting and planning thing, it just became kind Kind of synchronized to come on board and, and help the social sales team here. And just like I said, it was already an amazing, well-oiled machine and just bring a little bit more oil to it. Maybe talk a little bit about some of the relationships or amazing projects you've been able to make and accomplish while teaming up with DBD as a partner. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's it's kind of working on the other side of things now, which was an eye-opening experience because for so many years I had a hotel backing and I had the hotel behind me and all of those relationships and partnerships and projects. And so when you kind of come in on this side, you really realize the amazing relationships you've built with some of these people to get them to continuously trust you on that decor and destination side of things. So in the whole, it's been just very beneficial to have kind of both that client and hotel language and, and still be able to use it. And Harvey, you've mentioned to me that there's something very unique about Marissa's partnership here at DBD. Can you talk about that? Sure. Well, Marissa's very unique, so right there. <laughs> but, um, you know, what we talked about is 
and, and this is season two, late 2022, depending on when you're listening to it, but we're in a situation where it's been hard all year long to find employees who want to work, who, you know, who can do the job, put the hours in. And Marissa, having left the, the hotel business, didn't want to necessarily go back to a full-time position, as, as many people don't want to try other things. She has her own company, which hopefully we'll talk about in the podcast a little bit, bring that into existence. So this unique partnership was like, look, come in, help us bridge that gap, be an outsourced salesperson. You know the people that we need you to know. You know the, that side of the business. You're going to learn this side of the business. Stay as long as you want. But think about that unique situation. Most employees are full-time and required to be full-time, sign a contract. But when we get into these situations of employment, finding good people, keeping good people, the partnership is based on a relationship, on trust, on working together, which supersedes some of the other types and parts of a business relationship. And, you know, whether she's here in the building or she's, you know, working on her stuff and doing stuff remote or whatever it might be, it is a truly unique partnership and relationship. And, you know, we've had this not only in sales, but we've had to do this in finance, you know, as you know, we've had to do a lot of outsourced position, but to be able to do it in sales is really a unique partnership. Yeah. So thank you. And Thank you. Marissa, maybe briefly share for us what it is that you do outside um, some of the work that you're doing. So, yeah, what, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I ask myself the same question every day. Um, I guess in the, the titles of everything, because I think the biggest thing, I'll, I'll take a step back, is when I did leave the hotels and everyone was like, are you going to do your own thing? Are you going to be a wedding planner? Are you going to be all these things? The answer is we're still trying to figure it out. But um, I'm a full-scale events professional is, is really kind of the term, I, I guess I would say, and, and use now because I've been so fortunate to be able to do events of 10 people at the highest level or a thousand people still maintaining that high level. And it is, it kind of goes back to the whole quality that we're talking about here too, because the work I do and the relationships that I've built, it is truly referral based, you know, when it comes to events outside, but it's also good to bring those clients to DVD as well and, and be able to show them all of the things that Destinations by Design can help them achieve with me or, or without me. I also have a business partner on another side of things, but we're all in events together. We are truly seasoned events professionals, which also becomes great when we need to help other clients with just something as simple as staffing. Kind of going back to what Harvey just said, it is hard out there right now to find people that want to work that are ready to put in those 10 to 12 hour event days. Maybe not be able to walk the next day because your feet are so sore. All of the girls and the team members that I work with are these seasoned event professionals. So it also is good to not only know that I can be a valuable tool and resource as a consultant to whomever, but that I then have a team beside me that can do just the same. I don't think that's something we've discussed yet is kind of that team interaction. Mm -hmm. That's actually a really interesting point that you bring up as well. I do want to make sure that we talk about Donald over here. Um, first of all, lip-smacking foodie tour what a unique name for a company. What is it that you guys are doing? Thank you for that. Um, it's been about seven, eight years now. We actually take uh, mostly tourist groups, uh, some locals, but we take them on a dining experience in Las Vegas for either lunch or dinner. 
and they get to experience three to four of the top restaurants all in an outing that takes a couple hours and with VIP. So uh, we have them throughout Las Vegas, different resorts in town, downtown, and uh, they meet their tour guide. Their tour guide escorts them from restaurant to restaurant and red carpet treatment from each one. I mean, is this a, a new kind of concept or idea? This is something that I feel like I haven't heard of in a lot of different cities, but then when I moved to Vegas four or five years ago, I started hearing the name of lip-smacking foodie tours pop up here and there, and I'm like, man, that's cool. Yeah, food tours are actually fairly popular in Europe. Uh, you get to you know experience the culture through their cuisine, some of the architecture. There's a, a local tour guide to tell you some stories of, of, of the country. But what we've done in Las Vegas is we've taken it up to the Vegas way. We've knocked it out of the park going with large groups, prime hours. We've just, you know, taken it to the next level. And it's a reiteration of a food tour concept, but more of a VIP dining experience. And it's just had great success. And it's interesting, the reason behind all of that is because of partnerships from everybody that's involved. Wow, so... And it's just a freaking cool idea. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't been on one, it, it's, you know, I don't know, Donald, we probably met maybe a year after you started. I was just enthralled with the concept, right? You get to go to four or five restaurants, depending on which tour you're at, and sample food and get a feel of the, of the location. And you talk about hospitality, right? I mean, you're in and out of restaurants. You, you get four different experiences, different wines, different foods, whatever it might be. It's such a cool concept, but you're right. It's all about partnerships. You couldn't do it without a partnership-based understanding of those restaurants, those hotels that are willing to work with him, him willing to work with those clients. It always impressed me, the, the partnership concept of this business model, and of course, how hard you work. Thank you. Yeah, it hinges on uh, the relationships that we have because, uh, again, we, we commit to large groups and we have to make sure that they have an excellent experience and we really rely on our restaurant partners to, you know, I like to say that we're the messenger. You know, DVD, they'll send us their top clients, you know, our restaurant partners, and we're just kind of putting it all together and making sure everybody leaves, you know, with a wow. Uh, the, the group leaves loving the experience, the clients return, the restaurants facilitate our business, you know, in the, into the future. So it really is a balancing act of making sure that everybody leaves with a great experience. And this was something that I actually did want to go a little deeper in is how exactly it works. Is it you guys picking up people and then you're all driving to different places? You're all meeting at these different restaurants at different times. And then I want to talk about how that has meshed into DVD's fabric. What happens when a uh, somebody reaches out for whether it's for an activity maybe during the day or to use our services for dinner, um, we'll connect with the person that's interested in contracting the event and we rely on them for all the details. So what time they want to start, we entrust that they are going to make sure that the transportation, we receive the group at the scheduled time so that everything flows as it should. So there's a lot of trust involved. It's very important that we do work with the best so that everybody comes out looking like aces and so they'll reach out ask us if we were able to accommodate they trust us to always never take on more than we could service so they trust us with their clients um, we'll ask what time they would like to begin we trust that they're going to bring their group to us at the time that's scheduled and then we trust our restaurant partners that they're going to service the group in a timely way accommodate allergies and dietary restrictions beyond time 
time so that we can make it to our next restaurants. Cause you know, it's a big, big production to bring a hundred people to multiple restaurants. You know, they don't start preparing the food as soon as they get there. It's, it's a VIP where the food comes out, you know, minutes after you're seated. Again, with uh, agreements with all, everyone involved, they, they trust that we're going to show up and we're going to not, you know, adjust our guest counts and, you know, leave their restaurant empty because we had no shows. So it, it's all, it's all based on relationships and partnerships and trust. I love how you use the word production. And that's something that you don't necessarily think of when you think of going out to dine. But it, it is. It's everything you've described is this mechanism that's working to give guests this unforgettable experience. And nobody should see how it works. It should all just look like it's just happening. Wow. You know, in, in, in destination management, restaurant buyouts are, are part of the program. This is a restaurant buyout times five in, in many ways, right? And they all have to start at the same time, end at the same time, and have similar experiences. So it really is a production to put on. Donald talks a lot about trust, right? I mean, how many times over the, the, the season so far, and I'm sure every podcast, partnership is about trust. Yeah. You know, being able to trust your partners, have that, you know, that communication with your partners. So it just fits so perfectly into what we do and how we do it. And what's interesting is the, the more that you wow everyone, the higher the expectation becomes. And so what we strive to is not just meet that expectation, but to continually exceed those expectations. And so it becomes a no-brainer when somebody is proposing us. They know that, oh, they're going to have a phenomenal time, no ifs, ands, or buts. They're going to accommodate our guests' allergies. You know, they're going to leave full. All those things to create a great relationship and partnership. So I think that I want to know how you guys got partnered up together. How did Lip Smacking Foodie Tours come to know DBD? As I was learning the events industry, um, a lot of people in town were trying to help me. And they told me, you have to you know, work with destination management companies. And I was just constantly uh, hearing that uh, Destination by Design was the number one. So uh, it was, you know, a big uh, thing for me to knock on the door and um, try to explain my experience that was pretty much unheard of at the time. Yeah. So, it, you know, took a, a proving my concept. Was it scary? Yeah, it was because um, I understand that Destinations by Design has had companies and clients for many, many years that completely trust them and go let them go everywhere with them, you know, and do all of their programs throughout the country. And so for me to come in and, and say, I have something that you need that maybe wasn't felt as a need at the time was intimidating because I was a startup and uh, they were very established, but it took, you know, the, the Las Vegas events community support to basically vet my experience to be on the caliber of the services that they offer. And that's how a partnership develops from B to B. You know, I think that's really interesting. And Harvey, maybe you can talk about that as being someone who's the head of a company, stepping out, taking that opportunity to want to like, okay, let's, let's try this. Yeah. Well, I will answer every email I get. And I get quite a few that are sales and just cold called because I believe that you can always learn something from somebody. So you have to be willing to listen to people and to, and you know, you may not take their service, but to think that you know it all, you, you can't grow and you can't grow, you can't create new partnerships. So 
my philosophy is talk to Donald, talk to Marissa, talk to anyone who wants to fairly have a conversation. You know, I don't appreciate being, you know, being hard sold every time or offered, you know, a $20 gift card for lunch. You know, you know, some of that stuff that I get is create a partnership, create an ability. And I know it's hard to stand out in front of it with all that people get. But I'm always looking for new ideas. I think, you know, as, as the head of an organization, my job is the strategy of the future, mm. not, not the recollection of the past. Yeah. Right. So we have to be willing to to look for the next foodie tour concept. You have to be looking to the next person who can offer a company a depth of knowledge and make the most of it and, and be able to give back. Right. So Donald brings a unique opportunity to us. We have to figure out how to bring that in. And it may take time. It may not. But whether you plant the seed or you go right to growth, you, you got to be open. You have to be open. You have to be willing. Otherwise, partnerships stay very limited, and over time, they wither. And you know what? Maybe, Marissa, you can briefly talk about that from a sales perspective. Creating new partnerships with clients um, and even being an entrepreneur yourself, I assume there's fear there because I know even for myself there is. Like it, It's scary to go and say, hey, I want to try this with you. I want to have this experience for your clients. I think that kind of fear somewhere lying in all of us is also what ignites me and what makes me feel that, listen, this, this is a partnership. I'm not coming to you with knowing all the things, but I will meet you 60, 70, 80, 90% of the way. And we will continue to have either an amazing event together, an amazing partnership together. I always say, and Harvey and I talk about this a lot in this town, especially you never know who you're talking to and who that person knows and what connections they have. And if you're not going to maybe do business directly with that person, but that person is going to introduce you to your biggest client ever. And I've had those instances happen a lot. So I think when it really comes down to the partnership piece is just being kind and being a good person. And it might not be the service they immediately need right then, but he was going to remember, you know, Donald's approach or me sitting down with him and saying, Hey, what about this? Because I, I'm not looking for full-time employment right now. I have a lot of other things going on, but how can we partner together? And that was a risk. A word that I haven't heard used in these discussions we've been having is compromise. And I wonder if that's a word that is generally used when we talk about partnerships. I don't think it's about compromise. I think it's about working together and we've talked a little about this on other, other podcasts and other, other parts of this, but partnership is, is, is communication, is trust, is a two-way street. Nothing that, that Marissa does is a compromise for us, you know, except maybe, you know, she's not available on certain days. We have to compromise having her here enough or, you know, maybe Donald's not available on a day that we want, you know, we want to use him or, or give him business, but that's not really compromise. Mm-hmm. I'll just say I don't think it's, it's about compromise at all. I think it's about complimenting hmm. and bringing the best out mm-hmm. in, in each other as partners. And I think communication is extremely important, as Harvey said, so that you understand what that person's goals are, what your goals are, and figuring out how best to make everybody, uh, you know, make sure they have that what they need. So rather than a compromise, it's more about communicating to make sure everybody has what they need and everybody's doing well overall. 
I kind of echo Harvey with the complimenting, you know, you're, you're representing that brand. Right. And I think that that becomes the, the best compliment is when you continuously do a good job and you just create a stronger foundation collectively as well as individually. And Harvey, you briefly touched on this, but I, I want to explore this more with everyone. The idea of providing value and what value is to each of you. Providing value. I mean, I, I think anybody in any line of their business, whether they're with a company or on their own, should be looking to provide the best value in themselves to kind of help emulate that to the company they're with or who they're working for. For me, providing value is what I strive for every single event. It doesn't matter if like I kind of go back to saying if it's a small intimate dinner, but it's such an a moment to the person I'm planning it with versus if it's a thousand people doing a venue buyout, they're all looking to, to see how that event transforms and inspires and kind of continuously show that value added. And I think that that goes just to all of our companies and services. It's just constantly raising the bar and providing the best service possible. And the value that I like to give is where people are happy with the service and look forward to using it again next time. That's the best value that I can give is where it makes them look great. Everybody's happy. Everybody feels like they got an amazing experience and they're looking forward to already next time. That idea of a return on relationship. Exactly. We talked about that. It's, it's so important, but before we go there, it's, it's, you know, think about what they're saying. Value is for partners. Our partners have very similar expectations, both of themselves and each other, and they should. Ours is about high-end expectation, quality, exceed guest expectation, create beyond what someone may think we can do, find that next wow. And that's, you know, that's some of the values of Las Vegas in general and our clients' expectation coming here. And return on relationship is key. There are times I will simply say to a client, reach out to Donald, he has what you're looking for. It would be a great conversation. Whether he gets the business or not, the re return on, on relationship, on, on that investment is we help each other. We care about each other. You know, I asked Marissa to kind of step in and run a party that we needed her help with. And you know, she didn't ask why, how, where, she just asked, you know, when do I need to show up? I'll be there. And that, that's a partnership and, and the return because I needed her. I needed her at that moment. There are things that she'll ask us to do that she needs us. And you know, Don will be the same way. And if you, if you extended this out to all our partners, the commonality is return, is that return. As we talk about partnerships and we look at the strength of partnerships, is there a common trait or a common theme that you've noticed among partners that are vital to you? We know what we've talked about, so I'll start with Donald. You know, knowing that everybody is truly on the same page and has each other's back and, um, you know, you can really count on them and trust is such a big thing. You know, it's hard to, when you have such a good thing going with your partners, it's not broke. There's, it's hard to fix something that's not broke. So it comes down to trust and just loving what you do working with people that you enjoy working with, having the same line goals, which in my line of work is wowing our attendees uh, because that's what we all seem to be looking forward to doing. So yeah, I just think, you know, just having great communication, having everybody, each other's back, being on the same page and looking forward to doing the same things together. 
Mm-hmm. If this was family feud, you just pick four of the five, uh, you know, I know, terms. I'm supposed to follow this. Well, now are you um, going to get the... Like, I, I can always find words. <laughs> Don't worry. I think, you know, when you when you ask that question, the first two words that popped in my mind were respect and being reliable. That's technically three words, but still. So I've had so many people just in the last six months, let's say, like, when someone asks me to do something or it's an event, hey, I need you to step in or it might not be at, at the level you were thinking, but I really need help with this. It's, it's always about being able to be reliable and that respect that comes with that. And just the amount of people I've had in times that say, thank you for showing up, not in the literal sense, but in the sense of they were nervous because maybe the person before them didn't come step to the plate or showed up and and did, you know, gave only 50% because their mind was in a thousand other places. And I'll be the first to tell you my mind is constantly in a thousand other places. But when I am tasked with something, my undivided attention goes to that. And everything else just kind of gets put on do not disturb until that task is complete. And I think that kind of goes back to that being reliable and, and having that mutual respect. The only thing I, I would like to bring up, yeah. not to you know, not to add, but a different way to look at it, and we haven't talked about this yet, is service recovery. Mm. You know, service recovery in a partnership is so much different than in a non-partnership, and we can all relate to that, right? You know, when something goes wrong, and and, and I said this in another podcast, you know, the the event business is not a perfect business. We know it's, it's not going to be flawless. We know it's going to have some issues. Mm-hmm. The idea is to minimize those and to figure out how to be best at handling them so the clients and the guests never see what's going on. And to them, it was perfect, but, you know, to us, we would have changed some things if, I always said, if we knew then what we know now, we have made changes. There are rare occasions when things go less than perfectly wrong, and that's when service recovery kicks in. And if you have a partner as strong as Marissa Donald and so many others that DBD enjoys, and I'm sure through your companies you enjoy, that trust transcends the problem. We realize it wasn't their fault. How do we collectively, going back to trust, communication, you know, respect, how do we work together on it? And, and that really is when you trust each other and you realize you have a partnership. And I can give you so many examples where, you know, we have vendorship, as we use that word many times, then the vendor is not part of the solution, but where the partner on service recovery is. So I think it's just another important uh, I love that aspect. point to bring up. I say all the time being solution based is I don't want to say this, but sometimes I feel in certain situations, it's almost become like a dying breed. Everyone just wants to lead with, this is a problem. Nobody wants to lead with, we have a problem and this is how I would like to fix it. Or what do you think about this, this, or this in fixing this problem? I will tell you right now for myself, the team that I work with or wherever I'm consulting, somebody that I meet that is solution-based, I am forever loyal to that human being. And it could be the littlest thing. We don't have this color burgundy napkin. I'm going to do this wine color. It's the closest mix. What do you think? Here's the pictures to compare. Perfect, done, put it to bed. Something so simple. But somebody else could come to you and say, we don't have the napkins. Oh my gosh, this whole event, it's gonna be ruined. But it's, it's that quick fix that really just builds that trust and that relationship. Yeah. And you, whether you use paper napkins ultimately or not, that, that event is going on at that prescribed time. <laughs> yes. That's true. The only thing that I, I really wanted to add was, you know, a lot of our partnerships are structured. This one's very unique, right? Because we kind of unique partnerships. And I think you have to have a mix mm-hmm. of both of the standard and the consistent and the unique. Because that's, again, if you look at a partnership partnership, 
spectrum. That's what, you know, we need to have that variety. And, and you know, what Donald provides is such a unique service to a company like Destinations by design. And then he brings that to customers who kind of have that experience and it helps Destinations by design be a better partner thanks to him, thanks to Marissa and what she does. So that, those unique partnerships are just, I think, so important and, and aren't often appreciated or sought after and they should be. A good partner provides solutions. We've been talking about partnerships and what it means to be a strong and just powerful partner that helps to transcend relationships. I want to thank Harvey Stern, CEO of Destinations by Design. I also want to thank Marissa Kilkenny, a sales consultant with Destinations by Design. I want to thank Donald Kentursi from Lip Smacking Foodie Tours for joining us and just being with us today. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank, you. thank you. This is Destinations by Design. Thank you.